We're on the road. Where transportation goes, community grows. Welcome to On the Road with the MTA. And welcome to another exciting edition of On the Road with the MTA. I'm Jay Gibbons alongside with Stephanie Kay from the MTA. How's Stephanie today? I am loving this weather, Jay. It's getting nicer and nicer every day, and I can't wait for the summer to be here fully. How about you? Have you done like any gardening lately? Uh, nope, not. I don't have a green thumb. I'd end up cutting my fingers off if I end up doing that. But no, no. I, you know, <laughs> but I do enjoy the uh, nice warm weather because it's absolutely beautiful. You can wear a pair of shorts now. So. Oh, I love that. I do love that. And I know that we have two people with us today that love the outdoors as well. I have Lisa. Hasberg, and she's the outreach and the engagement coordinator for Flint Registry, which is a wonderful program I cannot wait to tell you about. And Josh Kennedy is joining us too. He's a communications manager. He actually came from Los Angeles, so he has a lot to share with us. So first of all, thank you both for joining us today. Thanks for having well, thank us. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Absolutely. I thank you for your bios. Lisa, you had written what all the Flint Registry does, and it sounds so great, but I want you to tell people because I think it means more coming from somebody who was actually run it themselves. So tell us exactly what the Flint Registry is and what it does for our area, Lisa. So the Flint Registry is a project that was designed to support residents who were impacted by the Flint water crisis. And we are located in the Michigan State University building in downtown Flint. We're out of the College of Human Medicine. And uh, it's really important to us to build community, to get community working together so that we can all recover and heal from the impact of the Flint water crisis. Well, it was such a shock for people to hear about the water. And I could not believe the pictures I saw of some people having to bathe their children in dark water and they had to drink that. And I know with MTA, we were so wanting to help the community. I know they were very beneficial in like, delivering water right to people's homes. And they were delivering food and water throughout the pandemic. We really cared about getting people back in place. So tell us what people can do if they're having trouble with their water still. Can they reach out to you for help? They can reach out to us to help. We, uh, it's Our primary goal is to connect residents to any services that they may be eligible for. And anybody who lives in Flint knows that the Flint water crisis is not quote unquote over. Um, it's a right. continuing situation here in Flint. There are still people who don't have their pipes replaced. There's still people with issues around the water. And certainly there are still people being impacted um, as far as their health and their community health is concerned. So contacting the Flint Registry, we will help put you in contact with services that can help you. Uh, we do a lot of stuff around health for children, education for children, removing lead from homes, and connecting folks to resources like food, nutrition, healthcare, and other things that are available. I know you guys do a lot, so much. And I know, Josh, I know you were born and raised here in Genesee County, but then you actually went to Los Angeles for college and you came back. Can you tell us the differences you may have seen from someplace like California back into little Flint, Michigan? I know you did so much when you got back. You started the 6K. It was the uh, Chevy for the Chevy Commons. It's a run walk that supports clean water access and developing the world throughout World Vision and contributes to the kids, right? The Flint Kids Fund. So tell us more about that and how that differs from when you were in California. Uh, well, there's just a little bit more snow uh, here in, in Michigan compared to Los Angeles. <laughs> but um, I know, I mean, like Flint, Genesee County is home to me. Uh, and so, yeah, I went out to LA for school and uh, I really enjoyed it out there. Like LA is it's great. Uh, it's um you know, it's a, it's a little, little bit more, there's a little bit more traffic, but uh, um, I, I love being home. I was out there for, for film studies, uh, for a film program. And I just kind of, 
I wanted to come back home. That, that there was a, um, a lot of great organizations and nonprofits that are doing some great work uh, here in our community. And so, and I love hearing, um, you know, how MTA has step, stepped up during the water crisis and helping deliver uh, water and goods to, um, to our community. That's, that's one of the things that um, is just so inspiring to me about uh, the work we get to do with the Flint Registry is to work with so many great community partners uh, to kind of come alongside and, and, and kind of rise to this together. Um, but yeah, so uh, you mentioned that the Flint 6K, that's an event we have coming up on Saturday, May 21st. Uh, so it started way back in, or not way back, it's only four years ago, but 2019. And each registration, so every person that signs up to, to run or walk uh, this event, that registration provides clean drinking water to one person in the developing world through World Vision. Uh, and the unique aspect about our race is we also make a contribution to the Flint Kids Fund. So there's a, a local and global uh initiative and impact that we have with the Flint 6K. And uh, so it's a event that's been kind of near and dear to my heart. Uh, this is the, the fourth year uh, that we'll have it this year. And um, and so in three years, we've raised uh, just under $20,000 for both World Vision and the Flint Kids Fund separately. Wow, that's huge. That's impressive. So yeah. if somebody wants to get started in that, maybe they want to participate in the run walk or volunteer or even just come to support it and watch it. How can they get involved? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so you you can just, uh, we have the event on Facebook, but our website is uh, www. Oh, I'm, I'm throwing in way too many W's. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> just Flint, six, flint6k.run. I'll make it easy that way. So flint6k.run. Uh, you can sign up to, to, to run or walk or just c- come hang out. Uh, our friends at Good Beans are going to open up for, uh, for that Saturday. Tenacity is going to open up as well. Uh, that's where the start and finish line is at Tenacity and Factory 2. And uh, we got some uh, Blue Line Donuts has donated a bunch of donut holes to us for the finish line. So it's going to be a great uh, community event just to come out. Uh, so any any level of running and walking is, is welcome. Just come hang out and enjoy Chevy Commons. Uh, hopefully it's going to be a beautiful weekend like it is right now. And uh, it, it'll be fun. Well, awesome. So what time is that going to take place? Oh, that that probably be important. So, so 10 o'clock on Saturday, May 21st, uh, we'll, we'll start off and we'll just have a, a great time supporting a local and global initiative uh, for clean water. There are a lot of things happening on May 21st. I've had like five things, but this is early enough in the morning. You can go and run and walk and still go enjoy the other things in the afternoon or in the evening. About how long do you think that might take if the run or the walk started at 10 a.m.? Uh, they said that, uh, the average person, if they walk it, it's like 45 minutes to an hour to, to walk oh, 6K. That's um, not and bad so, and take- another And a unique aspect about uh, the 6K, so, so the reason it's, a 6K instead of kind of a more typical 5K. Uh, 6K or 3.7 miles is the average distance uh, people walk to access water, which is often unclean in the developing world. So with each registration providing clean water to one person, every step that we take is one that they don't have to. Wow, wow that's interesting. I didn't realize that. So how much is the um, run or the walk if they want to get involved? Yep, yes, the registration uh, is $50. And so that gets you a, a t-shirt, uh, a medal and bib, and those are all mailed directly to your house. So um, you, you'll get everything mailed directly to you. Uh, so if you can't make it uh, to the Chevy Commons on Saturday, May 21st, uh, you can run or walk wherever you are and still support a great cause. And so that gets your shirt, medal, and bib, but also gives one person clean water in the developing world for life. Wow. Very impressive. So Lisa, are you involved with that as well? Well, I'm peripherally involved, but we, I actually... <laughs> On the same day, every Saturday in May right now, every Saturday morning, the Flint Registry has an outreach table at the Flint Farmer's Market outside 
where we are connecting with the community and making sure they know what's going on. And this is all building up to a month of outreach in June. So for the entire month of June, we are going to have a table out in front of the Michigan State University building, which shares a parking lot with the Flint Registry. And we encourage all of our residents to come on down, sign up for the Flint Registry. You can either complete your enrollment with us or even just update your information. And in addition to a fabulous Flint Registry tote bag, which is gonna be mailed out this month to everybody in anticipation of June, we will give people a $10 gift certificate to the Flint Farmer's Market so they can go fill that tote up with healthy fruits and vegetables. What a great idea. So how much does it cost to get registered with the Flint Registry? It doesn't cost you anything. What we do is we encourage people to sign up with us. We have them complete a survey about how the water crisis impacted themselves, their families, and their community. And um, then we connect them to services. We, we, we document their voices so that we make sure every resident is heard. And then we also pay them $50 for their time because it wow. does take 45 minutes to an hour to complete the survey. And we know your time is valuable. So we wanna make sure to compensate you for that time you take to work with us on this project. And uh, then we all go on and we make sure that everybody is connected to the services that they deserve to have after the exposure to the water. That is incredible, Lisa. I had no idea. That's, I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? Do they have to be in the city of Flint or do they have to know for sure they have bad water or is it for anybody to take the survey? It is for anybody who lived, worked, or regularly visited the city of Flint in 2014 and 2015 when the city had uh, switched to the Flint River as its water supply. Okay. Good to know. And if someone's listening right now and I think, hey, I want to do that. You said it was every Saturday at the Flint Farmers Market? Well, this for the month of May, I will be there every Saturday morning. But for the month of June, we will be outside the Michigan State University building, which shares the parking lot with the Flint Red or with the Flint Farmers Market. And okay. every single Tuesday and Thursday through the month of June. So they can come down or they can call us at 833-GO-FLINT, and we will make sure that they get connected as well. Oh, I love the number, 833-GO-FLINT. Yes, and I have spoken that number so many times, I actually have the numbers memorized, so it's 833-GO-FLINT, <laughs> but that's 833-463-5468. Wow. Wow. Well, you guys, both of you, you gave us some invaluable information, and we sure appreciate you sharing all these wonderful resources. I met you during a podcast, that we were, it was a Zoom meeting that we were all doing about the wonderful resources in this area. And when I saw what you had to offer, I wanted to have you on this podcast. And it's it's just so wonderful that people are doing what you're doing in this community and that we can share it. So thank you so much for joining us, both of you. We actually have another one of those virtual resource summits coming up on May 19th as well from 4 to 6 p.m. So if people are looking for more resources that they can connect to, or they have resources to share with the community, we encourage them to contact us and we will be happy to include you. And what, how do they contact you again? Give us the information to get a hold of you to do that. They can call me at um, 810-600-9178. That's my direct line at the Flint Registry. Okay. So it might be somebody in the community that has a service they want to share, or how about somebody who just wants to watch the Zoom meeting and get more information? Can they do the same by that phone Absolutely. number? 
Absolutely. Give me a call and we'll get you connected. Do you know right now offhand, like what the uh, website is to get on to watch that or do they have to be invited? It will be a Zoom link. So if somebody calls and they want to participate, I will make sure and share that with them. Okay. Will it be on the website, any place like maybe your Facebook page or anything or definitely have to call you to get the information? Josh? Uh, the, the Zoom information. Yep. Yeah. The Zoom information will be uh, posted on our website and Facebook. Uh, so they can they can join that way as well. Because I know you said the event May nineteenth will be like a week before, or how soon ahead? Yeah, oh, yeah so that'll all be posted uh, this week. Yep. So it'll be posted in the next uh, day or two. And uh, so that link and uh, more information on the uh, event will be uh, on our website flintregistry.org, and there'll also be a a nice blast on social media for it as well. And when you're going to Facebook to find you, is it under just Flint Registry? Flint Registry, yep. It is okay. at Flint Registry on all the socials, yep. Well, I will be looking for that. And I'm sure you have many people interested in taking a survey and watching that Zoom for more resources. It's just incredible. Once again, thank you guys just for sharing and doing what you're doing. And I know it's not easy work, but you make it look easy. The best Go thing ahead, about Lisa. the Flint community is that there are a lot of really amazing people here doing great work. But I think one of the most important things about what Josh was talking about earlier with the 6K is that Flint is not really an isolated case. There are a lot of communities across our country that are also having issues with water and clean water and accessibility to clean water is a global issue. It's something that affects a lot of people. And what's great about Flint is that we can show people how a community can recover and can heal from an event like this and work together to make the community better for everyone. That's tremendous. Jay, haven't you learned a lot from listening to this? Yep. It's all about water. Yep. Well, that's amazing. Like you're right though, Lisa, there's a lot of cities that have bad water. I think Flint was just the first to bring it to the limelight, let people know it was happening. Yes. So Flint became kind of the poster child for the infrastructure issues that are impacting people across this country and around the world and people's inability to access clean water, which to me is a basic human right and something that we need to ensure for everybody. And we take it for granted. We think about the third world wars having, I mean, third world having problems like that, but it's us right here in this community that have bad water. It's just something we always took for granted before. So I'm so glad that you brought it to our awareness and that we are getting the situation fix and helping people out there. Lisa's saying, so that we started the 6K, you know, in 2019, you know, the Flint community rallied around an event to help bring clean water across the globe. Uh, so while still, you know, uh, recovering and healing itself, um, you know, to, to step up and help others is, is just uh, an incredible testament to our community here in Flint that uh, you got to realize that there uh, is, a, is a bigger picture here going on and that we can, we can help be a part of a solution both near and far. So just um, this is an incredibly inspiring community and, and um, humbled to be able to work alongside folks like Lisa and our community partners. So just thank you guys so much for the opportunity to, to come here and talk about this a little bit. Absolutely. And water is so important to each person, the hydration and just the health benefits. I know people think, oh, the Flint River, it's so dirty, but actually there's a Flint River correlation that keeps that so much cleaner than what you'd ever expect. And I had a chance to do the a little kayaking, the mindful kayaking down the Flint River. And it was so beautiful. We saw big hawks in the sky and we saw badgers building their little, um, you know, their little homes. It was just really incredible. I felt like I was in Colorado or someplace totally different. So 
you got to get out there and experience yeah. it. There's a lot of fun things in Flint. Hopefully, there'll be a lot of people for you out there, Josh, with your 6K run. And I hope that you are so busy at your table there, Lisa, that everyone wants to take your survey and help you out with the information. I hope so, too. Just as an aside, oh. I actually also work as a kayak guide for the Flint River Watershed Coalition. And I want to encourage residents to come out for that. We are open all summer long. If you are a Flint resident, it is only $10 to kayak down the Flint River. We'll pick you up at the end and bring you back. Okay. I live in Flint Township, so how much would it cost me? Um, I'm sure we can make we could make some arrangements to get you down the river for 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I look forward to it. Like I said, it was really a lot more entertaining than I even thought it was going to be. It was relaxing and beautiful. It was just a fun day. It was, I think it was a Sunday, and it turned out to be a very beautiful day. So, okay, yeah. how can they get a hold of you to do that if somebody wants to do the kayaking? Is it the same number? Uh, if they just Google Kayak Flint, it should connect them to the website and they can sign up. Okay. And we're Sounds also, we're good. outside Tenacity um, all, every weekend through the summer, start from Memorial Day to Labor Day. And what time does that usually start, the kayaking event? Uh, it's ten, usually 10 a.m. to um, between 4 and 6, depending on the time of the summer when it starts to get okay. dark. Well, I know you had, you had some nighttime kayaking, too, which was kind of fun. Full moon kayaking. That's always a blast. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to doing that again. Hopefully I can have you as my guide. That might be even a more bo- of a bonus. That would be great. All right, guys. Well, thank you. Is there anything else you guys would like to add before we say goodbye to you? I don't think so. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Yeah, just thank you. Yeah. yeah, just thank you so much. We appreciate it. Well, absolutely. Well, thank you for taking your time to be on. And thank you for listening each and every week because Jay and I love to bring you on the road with the MTA because it does connect the community and services and resources to help make life better for you and all listening. Yep. So thank you for listening and do stay safe. You've been listening to On the Road with the MTA. For more information on our services and community outreach, visit us online anytime at www.mtaflint.org. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The MTA, your community, your connection, your way.